0: Now, in general, I'm not a very big fan of paying for a credit score, and I think generally it's best to just over time build the thing up as you go. But for some people who are maybe right on the cusp of applying for a large loan or a mortgage, a a small difference in your interest rate could make tens of thousands of dollars of difference over the life of the loan. So I think in some cases it might make sense to... Pay a little bit of money to boost this thing up so in this video i'm going to break down how you can potentially buy a 700 plus credit score with only about 25 dollars all right so if you're excited for that do me a quick favor scroll down click on that like button and in the comments below let me know what your favorite mode of transportation is so that we can appease the youtube algorithm so let's dive right on into it so If you've heard anything about buying a credit score before, I'm sure you've come across the idea of buying trade lines, whether they're like primary trade lines, secondary trade lines, and that's the opposite of what we're going to be doing today. I think that that route is is not really great for anyone. Most banks look down on that because essentially what you're doing is you're paying someone to add you to a credit line that they have already established for themselves. You don't know this person, you're giving them money, and it's, it's generally not a great thing to do, okay, because these are deceptive. They can cost potentially thousands of dollars to buy, and in some cases, you're kind of pushing the limits of what is considered bank fraud. So in general, we're going to want to steer clear of those. So instead of potentially committing a crime, okay, because we don't want to do that, I'm going to fill you in on a way to potentially buy a credit score that is 100% by the books, banks approve this, banks are fine with this, and it's not going to run you the risk of any negative legal action. Okay, so essentially what we're going to be doing here is reporting our bill payments to the credit card companies. And I know this sounds extremely exciting. Like, like, would you rather buy a, a trade line that's going to hop on your credit report and boost your score by a 1000 points? Or would you rather just report your bill payments to the credit card companies? Well, I'll tell you what one of them is definitely far superior over the other. And that's the that we're gonna be talking about. So your credit score is largely a measure of your ability to make on time payments. Okay, it's it's 35% of your credit score. And that's kind of what banks care about. They care about are you gonna pay them back on time and in full. So if you're able to add more on time payments to your credit report, that's going to be a really good thing for your credit score. So many banks are actually willing to take your, your phone payments, your Netflix payments, your utility payments, and add those to your credit report in order to show that, hey, I'm actually paying on time for a lot of things. Even though they might not be credit, it's still going to show that you are responsible enough to make monthly payments on different kinds of things. So this can be an ideal solution for people in the Dave Ramsey camp. If you're somebody who is like very anti-credit cards, very anti-debt, like this is an option that's still going to be effective for you because you don't have to go into debt to do this. You don't have to open a credit card to do this. And you can still build your credit score because I would argue it's still very important to build your credit score even if you hate debt because if you're trying to buy a house, it's going to be tough to do that in cash for the majority of America. Now, you personally can't just go in there and start like editing your credit report, adding your Netflix, adding your Hulu. Like you can't just do that. Okay. You need to actually go through a company that's going to facilitate this to happen because you don't have access to editing your credit report. But fortunately, there are a number of companies that let you do exactly that. So one of them is completely free. The other one's going to be $25 a year. So we're going to break down both of them, pros and cons, why you might want to use one over the other or both. So let's do it. So the free option is called Experian Boost. And this is obviously created by the company Experian. That's a credit bureau. That's one of the three main credit bureaus. You've got Experian, Equifax, TransUnion. Uh, Experian Boost is from Experian. And so essentially what they're doing with Experian Boost is they're linking to your bank account. And they're looking at your bank account, and they're looking uh, over six-month periods. Okay, they're looking at in in each six month period, there, was there anything that you paid three or more times on? Okay, so say you, you had a Spotify subscription for three months, or you had um, Amazon Prime for the whole year, like they're going to see those things in there. And they're going to report those on your credit report as on time payments, which is going to do a lot for your credit score, like we mentioned earlier. Now, these are only going to show up on your Experian credit report, though. So Experian Boost is only going to work on Experian. So if you are thinking about applying for a loan, a mortgage, whatever, it might be worthwhile to actually go to the lender beforehand ask them hey which credit report are you actually going to pull to establish uh, whether or not I'm going to qualify for this loan or what interest rate you're going to establish so you can ask the lender that and maybe they're going to use a combination of multiple maybe they're just going to use Experian, maybe they're just going to use a different one so getting that information from the get-go is going to let you know whether pursuing one of these routes is actually going to be effective for you or if it's just going to be a waste of time but with experian boost it's not going to be a waste of money because it's totally free to to do this thing. now the service is intended for people with thin credit files okay so that means somebody who is just starting building credit or they have no credit and, and they just want to get some positive history established and of those people they have a relatively good track record okay so they've got according to their website an 86 percent success rate with people with low or no credit which means they were able to increase that person's score and on average they're increasing that person's score about 19 points which is not negligible. I mean, a 19-point difference is uh, potentially enough to to bump you into that next kind of threshold for a slightly lower interest rate. Might be enough to qualify you for some better credit cards. And so, 19 points is is decently significant for a service that's totally free and takes like five minutes to sign up for. But what are the downsides? You know, it can't be all sunshine and roses for Experian Boost. What what do we need to look out for if we are thinking about using for them? Well, the thing is, Experian Boost only reports positive payments, which might seem like a good thing on the surface, but in reality what lenders want to see on your credit report is they want to see the truth. Okay, they don't just want to see the good stuff. They want to see the truth. And and imagine if you were able to just like go into your personal credit report anytime you had a missed payment or you defaulted on a loan, you could just go in there and say, I don't don't really want that on my credit report. I'm just going to take that off. You know, like that wouldn't provide a very good picture for lenders. And so credit reports would become essentially useless because you could just only put the good stuff on there. You know, it'd be like social media where you're just putting the good stuff. And so it, it doesn't really mean anything at that point. So that's that's kind of the downside to Experian Boost, and because of that, some lenders aren't going to give it as much credibility as, say, a normal on-time payment from a credit card. And that's not to say that's going to hurt your score, but that's just to say that some uh, issuers or some lenders might discount the effect that uh, Experian Boost has on your score because you are able to curate just the good stuff. So that is, that is something to keep in mind. That's really the one big downside to Experian Boost. Additionally, if you're not paying your bills through your bank account then it's, it's not going to help you. So say you, you have roommates and, and one of your other roommates is on the utility bill and you just Venmo them, like that's not going to work. It's not gonna show up. It's not gonna register as a utility bill payment. Uh, same thing if you use a credit card to pay your bills. Okay, if you use a credit card to pay your bills, it's not gonna show up on your bank statement. So that's not going to work for you. So you need to be using a debit card or direct linking to your bank account to pay your bills. But if you're doing that, then this does have the potential to potentially increase your score a little bit. Additionally, if you already have established credit history, uh, Experian Boost is likely not going to help you that much because it's really, like I said, it's for people with low or no credit. So if you've already got established credit, you're likely not going to see much of an impact there, but can't really order to sign up. It's totally free to do. Now, the paid option for boosting your credit score is similar, but it's likely going to have an even bigger impact. And that's for a number of reasons. So this paid option is called eCredible. And instead of working with your Experian report, it's going to work with your TransUnion report. Okay, so with each of these, if you use both of them, then you could boost your Experian and your TransUnion. But Equifax does not currently have an option like this. But let's dive into eCredible. So the main reason it's gonna be more effective for you is because it doesn't plug into your bank account. Actually, what it does is it plugs directly into your utility bills and phone bill accounts to track your payment history from there. And so what this means is that whether you have positive payments, uh, or late payments or missed payments, it's all going to be included when you use eCredible. And so this is a lot more credible in the eyes of the banks because they are seeing everything, not just your curated feed of the all the best stuff, you know? So because they can see everything, they're gonna weight that more highly, And what eCredible also does is they pull the last 24 months of history from these accounts. It's not just like currently what's going on and then moving forward. It's like they are pulling the last two years of history from these accounts. So you're potentially getting up to 24 on-time payments per each account that you add because you can add as many accounts as you have. So you have got a a water bill, um, you've got trash bill, you've got electricity, you've got your phone bill, you've got like all these different bills so you can add all of them and you get uh, the last two years of history all added to your report pretty much instantly so this can make a huge huge impact for someone who has low or no credit now on their site they give an estimate that somebody coming in with absolutely no credit could see their score jump to over 730 if they add three accounts for one year okay so if you added three accounts that all had one year of history on them you've already been paying these things for a year you could potentially see your score go from zero to over 730 which is absolutely mind-boggling because like at that point you can qualify for a ton of different rewards credit cards, like most of the good ones you can get with with a 700 or more. So like a 730 right off the gate is is really, really nice. Okay, but at the same time, you do have to be wary of missing payments because missed payments have a huge, huge impact on your credit score. Even just missing one payment can have an impact that's going to last with you for for years on years. So if you are in the habit of, of paying late, or not paying your utility bills your phone bills don't don't even think about adding them because it's not going to it's going to hurt you more than it's going to help you And so you want to make sure that if you are thinking about going down one of these routes, especially the eCredible route, that you are making all of those payments on time. Because if you're not, it's going to hurt you a lot more than it's going to help you. Now, in the end, I think that both of these services do have a time and a place where they are going to be effective for people, especially when you're looking to build your credit from scratch. And you're looking for a better option than some of these predatory credit cards that are out there that are going to charge you an arm and a leg just to use the credit card, hit you with a bunch of fees, hit you with a 40% interest rate, and just honestly make your life terrible. So if if you're looking for alternative to that, I think one of these could be a decent option for you. Uh, Experian Boost is, is totally free and takes like five minutes to sign up for. So I would say if you are in that low to no credit score range and you do pay your bills from your bank account, it might be worth just signing up and seeing what effect it has. Because You can easily just turn this thing on, turn it off, You don't have to worry that it's going to hurt your score because it's not going to hurt your score, but it might help it. So a five to 10 minute investment might be well worth your time there because the biggest downside risk is that it just won't impact your score at all. And then you've just used five to 10 minutes to find that out, which is totally fine. Now, eCredible does cost $25 per year, which is definitely more than zero. But if you're planning on applying for a loan in the near future, it might be worth talking to your bank and asking them like, hey, do you use TransUnion? Is this going to factor into your decision making criteria? Because if it is a $25 investment in boosting your credit score by who knows, maybe a couple dozen points might be enough to save you thousands of dollars or more on your loan over the course of the loan. So I would say it makes sense for people who are right on the cusp of getting a big loan. Or if you're like, really just trying to get your credit established from the get go, one of these options could make sense for you. If that's not you, I'd probably recommend not looking into these any further, They're, they're not really worth your time. And it's not like if you've already got a decent established credit score that's like, 650 or above like don't even don't even worry about these things you know just keep doing the thing like pay your bills on time uh keep your credit utilization low uh, keep your average age of accounts long you know just like the standard stuff you know like it's not rocket science there's not like a secret pill to take like you just keep doing this stuff and it's just going to keep going up over time and so personally I mean I don't use either of these I'm not incentivized to get you to sign up for either of these but I do think that they make much better options than these predatory credit cards they're going to charge you hundreds of dollars in interest. I think it's a better option than buying a trade line that's going to be added to your credit report. And I think it's a better option than paying someone hundreds of dollars to remove a hard inquiry from your credit report, just to to boost your score by like three points. So the next thing you should do is click the subscribe button down below and check out this video over here, which I I can't exactly make out which one it is, but I'm sure you're going to enjoy it nonetheless. I mean, YouTube's got a a great algorithm, so they'll, they'll find something good for you. Have a wonderful rest of your day.